today again, 4-19-2019, live from the Neo420 Studios. We're here talking about the day before. You know, I'm really, really appreciative of, of where we've came, and that's what I'm, you know, wanted to do this uh, particular podcast about, titled Where We Came. You know, as I look back on the uh, days of my life, uh, it's it's been a big change. I mean, not uh, 20 years ago, it was very unusual for someone to have like really good cannabis. Um, if you saw it, it was just like, wow, you know, like. And the reason is because that wow factor um, was really pushed by the fact that cannabis was not legal. You know, even if we date back all the, you know, all the way back in. Uh, so it was 1973 um, that I can find back when uh, actually Oregon you know, became the first state to decriminalize cannabis. This was 1973, folks. Um, possession of 28.35 grams, which is an ounce. A lot of people try to skim you. 28 uh, grams is not an ounce. 28.35 grams is an ounce. And that makes a big difference if you add it up, if you know what I mean. Um, so it says possession of one ounce or less is a violation, not a crime, punished by a $500 to $1,000 fine. Uh, this again was in 1973 in the state of Oregon. So, you know, there has been major changes since then because uh, since 1973, there, you know, it went into being a felony uh, and then it changed and then, you know, it's went back and forth, but back in the 90s, um, you know, there was a lot of cultivation going on throughout the country, and the changes have continued to happen, and, um, you know, now we're sitting in a, in a country to where, you know, if you look on, I'm going to check out the uh, Marijuana Policy Project, and it's actually one of the best the best resources and half of the country either has medical laws or uh, you know remove jail time for possessing small amounts and uh, there's a lot of states still to go for sure but we can think about you know all the way that we've went where before I mean everything was punishable that you had uh, on you at any given time. And as the days have continued, you know, we've gotten better laws and we've gotten the opportunity to present data, you know, from research and people's testimonies are definitely being considered. You know, I think that gains a huge amount of, of weight. Whenever you go into public opinion, you take into consideration what another person has went through, not what the bureaucrats have talked about. And unfortunately, folks, you know, that's where we've got to today. You know, we're not listening to the people. We're listening to the bureaucrats. But, um, you know, maybe that's for the best because what's happened 
uh, in a couple of states has been really uh, catastrophic for individuals that have spent a lot of money, spent a lot of time and a lot of effort into trying to develop a business, you know, with this opportunity. But it seems like the people are not able to really get to the point of making that big of a push. I'm saying that, you know, I just read an article about, again, in Oregon, where we have, you know, enough cannabis on the records for the state in order to supply the state of Oregon for seven years. This was an article by the Willamette Weekly. Um, And, you know, when you think about that, you have to consider all of the different investment that was put into the businesses, um, all the permitting, all the work. Also, you have to think about all the people that used to do things kind of off the books that can, you know, participated in this. Um, and not only did they spend their money, but they, they are now known who those people are. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of mystery as far as why the states have con- continued to to regulate and and permit as they have, obviously the people want to get an opportunity into these programs. But what's happened in Oregon has just created a massive monster that the Fed is going to have every reason to try to you know showcase as an example of why it should not be uh, state regulated. Because oversupply can happen, and that's what's happening now, and it's inevitable it's going to trickle into the black market, the gray market, whatever you want to call it, um, because people are going to try to get their investments back. So we need to be thankful today for what we've got an opportunity to be a part of, the access to the plant, both cannabis and hemp uh, varietals, and think about what the future can hold for us. If we take this by the horns, people, and really focus the direction, you know, in a concerted effort, this can be a major economy for us in this country, employing a lot of different people and really putting us on the map as far as a time in history to when we saw a real change for the better. Because if you take into account, you know, I did environmental service work for over a decade Um, with focus in the waste-to-energy projects, uh, renewable fuels, uh, byproducts that were created into products. And these were all very uh, environmentally sound uh, processes. But if you think about one example, you know, is like a 2x4 that's created from a tree that has taken at least seven years to grow. So that two by four that may be used to help, you know, build a house, um, it is using products that have taken years to grow naturally in order to build this house. Hemp has been shown in many ways to be able to be used in the same type of product development. So think about that same two by four that is not made from wood but it's made from hemp biomass. And that hemp, we can have two harvests in a single year. And yes, 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 
the amount of wood that it's going to take compared to the amount of hemp. It is different because there's a difference in density. But that's where innovation comes in. That's where us, you know, really working towards what has got power, what has got substance. And and this is not, don't let people try to fool you into saying, oh, we can't create new jobs off of the hemp industry, the cannabis industry, because it's going to displace other jobs. Anytime anybody says that to you about anything, they're they're motivated in some kind of way by the industry that is already in existence. And I'm saying that because there's equal room for everyone. You know, if we work these economies the right way and work on sound business the right way, we can all be uh, successful and work these products into different arenas, you know, where, where demand is needed. But when we get into a place to where these decisions are based off a of fiduciary responsibility, uh, based around you know need for pushing stock prices or pushing uh, dividends for shareholders, that's when it gets all corrupted, because you do not have uh, a sound logic or rationale in mind in order to achieve that plan. You're doing anything that you can to achieve that in order to get more funding from your finance groups or from you know people to buy your stock. So it's it's something that we can work on, not just through this industry, but through economies and through a lot of things that can come up in the future. So I present those ideas just to consider, you know, as I mentioned, where we've came from. And I could go into and will in the future have a podcast about the, the details. You know, it's very similar to our Green State shirt, uh, nice apparel, original apparel from Neo420. And that's the Green State T-shirts. That's a collection of the states where cannabis is legal. And not only does it list the state, but it has the date of whenever it was legalized. Which is pretty cool, because you get a collection of those, you sport them around, and you're you're a, a walking history for people that may not know. And you're representing it as a culture... And it's just like if you were to wear a McDonald's t-shirt, man. I mean, if you were to wear a, you know, a Ford Motor Company shirt, it's all the same. It's only different from the eyes of the people who are seeing it. And that's where it's up to us to continue to educate people about factual information and about what's really going on in these situations. So with Neo 420, we're going to continue to talk about all things cannabis and hemp, plus some other stuff. So, a lot to take on right now. Let's be thankful running up to this uh, celebration of April 20th, 420. And look to the future. Think about some of those ideas that I proposed about what's going to happen because there's a lot of innovation coming up. Let's be a part of it. Until next time, celebrate, be safe. I want you to go over to neo420.com, check out the website. You know, we are going to continue to evolve that platform. We're working on, you know, with our webmasters right now, some ideas about new designs that we can really focus the attention towards the information. You know, but whenever you go over to neo420.com backslash shop, that's where you support what we're doing here. You know, this is an independent media entity. 
We do work as a network on the backside. Everything about the farming, everything about the clones, everything about the new project, you know, the 100 acres, like all of these things has taken a team of people that were working together. And this media side right here is to showcase what's going on to the world in a real way. So as you see from the podcast, they have came and went. If you're following our podcast trends, you'll see some of them are really quality content. Some of them are just, you know, the, the latest ones from this month has just been me getting back in to, to blowing off the dust of the mic so we can start talking to you again. So as we continue to push this thing forward and, uh, you know, we need your support because as you support us, we're going to support you. You know, we've got, again, a great product offering happening for the remaining of the month of April, and that is two 350-milligram bottles of hemp-derived CBD oil from organic source mixed with great uh, coconut oil. And to tell you people, the reason we chose coconut oil is because it is the best product to combine with hemp oil and to get a high absorption within your body and it's the cleanest so we combine these two into a nice sublingual it's got a little dropper that you drop it right up under your tongue i take it uh twice a day once in the morning two drops once in the afternoon two drops and it really helps with everything that i've got going on but i think it'll really help you and what we're doing is right now until the end of April, like I mentioned, we've got the two bottles and a Green State t-shirt, Cali style, to bring to you. And all of that is for a one flat fee donation that's a savings of about 30% over the cost if you were to buy them separately. So this is a bundle that we're offering right now, the month of April. So reach out to us. Become one of the supporters, a neo-hippie supporter, and start supporting what we're doing. Share the information. Facebook is Neo Media. I'm sorry, Neo420 Media on Facebook. So check that out. And on www.neo420.com. Check all that out. Plus on IG, find us, like us, share us, and shop with us to support us. We thank you and salute you.